Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to an episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident masshole as always, Ian Cusick. Joined by my good friend as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing tonight, Bryce? You know, be better. You know, I've, I've been disappointed, but it's okay. Why is that, that Bryce? Why are, you, why are you disappointed? Well, that's a good segue to the round of 64 of the March Madness uh, yes. NCAA tournament. Welcome to March Madness. Yes. I've been disappointed again. Well, I guess last year wasn't a disappointment. But this year was, for sure, for, for my Syracuse Orange. Yes, and uh, it's also been disappointing for my Wisconsin Badgers. It's uh, actually just happened about... less Within the past hour, they did lose. So Bryce and I, not only were our brackets busted after the first game, but... Uh, it's true. Both our teams didn't make it out of the round of 64, which I guess I can say is an improvement for the Badgers because uh, we were NIT last year, which uh, I yeah, would rather than be yeah. NIT this year than just get shelled by Oregon. But, uh, you know, before we go into the actual game recaps, what, what, what do you think? Would, would you have rather... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a way to articulate this. When it comes to, uh, would you rather them like do really good in the NIT or just get first rounded in the? Uh... I'd rather not make anything at all. I see. All right. Honestly, <laughs> embarrassing, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was that. That Oregon loss hurts a lot, actually, because it was tied at halftime. It was twenty-five, twenty-five. Yeah, it's true. It was tied at halftime. And then. Seventy-two, fifty-four. That's uh, that one hurts, but uh, we're not quite at that one yet. So let's uh, let's just start from the top. Uh, at the time of recording this, it's about seven thirty on Friday night, so we're actually doing another late episode. But um, that was this time it was intended because we wanted to talk about the whole round of sixty-four as far as it's been completed. There actually is still, what, four games yet to be played or something like that? Yeah, so... Um, there's two games, games in progress right now. So, there's three uh, now. Houston, Georgia oh, Houston. State just tipped off. They just tipped off, all right. Duke, North, North Dakota State, and Washington, Utah State. Is, yes. They're all in progress. So uh, just, we're going to get those out of the way. So obviously that they just tipped off in, a, what was it? It was a... Houston, Georgia State. Houston, Georgia State. Uh, Duke North North Dakota State is uh, North Dakota State's winning fourteen to eleven with eleven forty six in the first. Mm-hmm. And where's the last one? Okay, Utah State is, and Washington. Washington's up thirty four twenty five with just under four in the first. Um, as for the games that are yet to be played, uh, Mississippi State and Liberty tip off in about ten minutes, so that'll happen while we're recording this. Um, other game that's going on tonight. That Iona, is North Carolina. Iona, North Carolina. Yep, they, they're going to be tipping off later. Uh, VCU and UCF, they tip off at 940. And then Virginia Tech and St. Louis are the last game tonight. They tip off at 957. So. 
right, so um, we're just gonna go down. We're just gonna go down the list from here. We're just gonna talk about each game real quick. Um, Maryland, or I'll I'll start with the seating because I think that'll be a little easier. Uh, number six, Maryland beats number eleven, Belmont, seventy nine, seventy seven. I wouldn't trust Maryland, honestly. I mean, they got LSU and they're depleted. Yeah, I've got LSU. I think I've got, they, yeah. I think they could beat LSU, but I wouldn't expect them getting out of the round of 16, or the Sweet 16, as they call it, in basketball terms. Yes. Uh, I've got... I, I did have Maryland beating Belmont, um, but I do have LSU winning in the next round, which, spoiler alert, LSU beat Yale, but... Um, you know, I, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Uh, Maryland's moving on to the round of 32. Um... Number three, LSU, beating number 14, Yale, 79-74. So Maryland and LSU, like we just said, they're playing. Uh, it's actually going to be the Saturday, so at the time recording this, it, that's going to be tomorrow. So whenever you're listening to this, it may have already happened. It may be in progress right now. I don't actually know what time this game is, so they'll have that set soon probably, I guess. Uh, number seven, Louisville against number 10, Minnesota. Minnesota won eighty six seventy six, and this game, this was the first game of the tournament. We both got this one wrong, Bryce. Yeah, well, and not in all my brackets, but yeah, well, and, you, you yeah. know, you did have that one where you're picking all the lower seeds. So, no, I had a couple. I had a couple perfect brackets until the last game last night. Seriously? Um, yeah, I had two. Um, Minnesota just they pummeled them the whole game. It, they just. They, the Louisville just didn't look like Louisville. No, I, mean, they I were, expected they, more out of Louisville, but um, they, they're an inconsistent team. I mean, I thought I thought the ACC ball was gonna outshine them here, but didn't this time. Well, Big Ten just came through that time, I guess. Came through every time. Yeah, well, almost every time. No, yeah, they were six and zero until a certain team. Yeah, until a certain. A certain team that has a, a, a W as their logo for some reason. That joke doesn't hurt any less. <laughs> You've told it to me so many times, but uh. Yeah, no, I well. <laughs> all right. Anyways, spe- speaking of Big Ten, number two Michigan State beat number fifteen Bradley seventy six sixty five. Yeah, we're gonna a Big Ten showdown in the second round between Minnesota and Michigan State. Everyone's getting on Izzo for chewing out the player, but hey, man. Hey, man, they still won. That's what matters. They won. That's that's how you coach, man. It's just how it is. All right. Uh, moving over to the West now. We got number one, Gonzaga, against number 16. What is that? Frederick Dickinson? Is that what the school name is? Just FDU is fine. FDU, yeah. Uh, 87-49, as expected. Uh, yeah. Gonzaga, I mean... Is there anything else you really need to say about Gonzaga? Nah, they're good, man. Good at, they're good at basketball, per sources. Yes, per sources. So who will be playing Gonzaga in the round of 32 tomorrow? Uh, well, you got it's... number 9, Baylor, beating number 8, Syracuse, 78-69. The S stands for suck. <laughs> uh, you know, you heard it from this. You heard it from the Cuse fans, so... Uh... No, we suck. Well, hey, you know, um, could have been a lot worse. He could have lost to a 12 seed. Oh, a nine seed. Uh, oh, that 12 seed was the hottest team in the country. They only lost four straight going into this. 
Ooh, you know what? That that is true. That is pretty rough. They had their season average in threes within the first ten minutes. Huh. I I didn't know that. That's news to me. Well, not maybe that's kind of exaggerated, but they had they had above their average of threes made per game before the first half ended. Yeah, that's so. Tough. So you know, like this is what that's what that's what Beheim gets for playing basketball like it's nineteen seventy five. Honestly, everyone everyone praises oh that zone. Well, that zone gives up about twenty open threes a game. That don't work. Especially in this era of basketball where everyone want to be Steph Curry. Somebody's going to hit those shots. Yeah, I guess his own defense isn't going to help with that. No, it isn't. No. No, no. It's like, the, it's, like the, it's like that one tweet from the Cavs Warriors finals. I want to see the Cavs run that 2-3 zone. <laughs> All right. We actually are doing it. I don't know. I'm just upset about that. But it's what it is. Alright, moving on. Uh, Marquette, number 5, loses to Murray State, who's the number 12 seed, 83-64. Damn, you missing John Morant. Uh, that, man is a, that man is a truth. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, hey, he's, he, I mean, he, he's helping that draft stock, let me tell you, because, I mean, where, where do you see him going in the draft now? Two. You see him going two? Just yeah. Just on. Yep, easily. He's easily number two. He's better than Barrett and Reddish. I think you're right. He's easily going number two. All right, number four. Number four, Florida State beats number thirteen, Vermont, seventy-six, sixty-nine. So that means that Murray State is going to be playing Florida State. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really. Yeah, it's just as expected, really. I actually didn't even know that UVM was a team in this tournament this year until I was filling out the bracket, so... <laughs> well, no, they're not. They were a team in the tournament. For a couple minutes. Yeah, just a little bit. For 40 minutes of game time. Uh, number 6, Buffalo. Beats number 11, Arizona State, 91-74. This game was a it was a blowout as as expected. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo's good, man. Buffalo was just suffocating them. It was this game was a lot. This game was not as close as the score even suggests. Even though it was still a seventeen point loss for Arizona State, they just looked flat. Uh, yeah, man. It's just Buffalo's that good. Buffalo's a very good that team. Good. Uh, this is gonna make for a really good second round game because uh, number three Texas Tech. Beats number fourteen Northern Kentucky seventy two fifty seven. Um, Texas Tech, I think they're like the best defensive team in the nation or something like that. They're they're up there, yeah. I think they they're the highest rated defensively. So uh, that's definitely going to make for an interesting round two matchup with Buffalo. Thankfully, it's going to be on this Sunday, so hopefully, I won't have anything going on on Sunday. Uh, that'll be a good game to watch. Uh, all right. Number seven Nevada against number ten Florida seventy to sixty one. Florida's moving on. Um, yeah, Nevada looked terrible, man. Nevada just—they came out. The Martin Twins played terrible. It, I mean, not—I don't remember what one played good. 
One of them played pretty good. Well, I guess they both kind of played good, but I mean, one shot five of twenty-two. Yeah, that's not really. And that good. was uh, that was Caleb. So Cody had a solid game. Cody oh. shot eight of twelve at twenty-three. That, that's a. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's what it is. Uh, Ford is very. They're a very rough team. They're a good. Yeah, team. they're a very physical team. They're it's. They're a very good bat. I'm kind of surprised that they were only a ten seed this year. I feel like they're, uh, well, yeah. I feel like most years they're a little bit higher, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the last one in the West, you got number two Michigan, beating the hell out of number fifteen Montana, seventy-four fifty-five. Again, not as close as the game would have suggested. I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't think a lot of people had Montana, anyways. Uh, this was a pretty easy one to pick Michigan in, and they showed why it is, because, well... Yeah, Michigan's a good team, man. Michigan's a very good team. So, uh, again, this is going to be another really good round of 32 game between Michigan and Florida. This time it's going to be on Saturday, so I don't know what time it is, but... I suppose we'll get a schedule with that eventually. At least I would hope so. Um... Moving on to the South, uh, number one Virginia against number 16 Gardner-Webb. Virginia wins 71-56, but this game was really interesting because Virginia did not look good in that first half. Well, they turned. They eventually turned it around and won yeah, the game course. by double digits. But, hey, I mean, they needed that. They needed to get over the hump, and they needed to put that last year, what happened behind them, and they did today. I don't know how how much I trust them going forward, but they did get over the hump today. Yeah, especially going up against Oklahoma in the next round who beat Ole Miss by 23, 95-72. That is dangerous. In Oklahoma, you know, they're they're hot now. They're, they got momentum. Um, I don't I don't think they're going to beat Virginia, but they're going to give them a challenge. They are going to give them a challenge, one. especially if they had a hard time putting away Gardner-Webb until, like, the back half of the second half. It's it, it, it's not it's risky against Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, got to come out firing against Oklahoma, and especially against these higher seeded teams, because it, it's not always going to be like you're not going to be playing sixteen seeds all the time in March Madness. Yeah, um, it was. A, yeah, yeah. Right. Moving on, uh, number five Wisconsin against number twelve Oregon. We've already talked about this game. Oregon seventy-two, Wisconsin fifty-four. Hurts a little bit, not gonna lie, but props to Oregon. They were the better team, and they played really good basketball. So I can't be too mad about that because th- this game, this is a game that was a little bit closer than the score might have suggested. Obviously, Oregon pulled away towards the end, but it was generally neck and neck for most of the game. So till you know the final score. Until the final score, obviously, but this right. game this game really got me mad because I was so confident in Kansas State that they would beat UC Irving. Yeah. But uh, number thirteen UC Irving with the upset over Kansas State, seventy to sixty four, meaning that uh, this matchup it's going to be number twelve Oregon against number thirteen UC Irving. Um. I, I don't really know what what else to say about that. I mean, that's just I'm surprised Kansas State um, couldn't couldn't win this one. Honestly, I know UC Irving is hot and they're a good team, but, but I mean, it's Kansas State. Like, 
expect more on Kansas. Those are the kind of games that you expect Kansas State to put, like, you know, to deal with pretty easily, but I, I guess not. But uh, this is March, you know? Yeah, it's March. Uh, number six, Villanova beats number 11, St. Mary's, 61-57. Um, I don't know. Do you have any big reactions? Because I don't really have any big reactions to this one. No, I mean, St. Mary's is good, so I wouldn't be worried about that final score. But, yeah. This is trust in Nova. They're not last year's Nova, but they're still they're Nova. Good. All right. Uh, number three, Purdue beats number 14, Old Dominion, 61-48. Big Ten mm-hmm. is almost absolutely dominating this tournament, so... Uh, I personally think Purdue, I, I, I mean, Old Dominion's not awful, but I expect a team like Purdue, who's number three in the nation, to be putting teams away like Old Dominion um, by a bigger margin than that. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, we got Nova Purdue tomorrow on Saturday. So, uh, that should, that should be a pretty good game, too. There's a lot of really good games in the round of 32, which I like, you know. No one likes a snooze fest in the early rounds, but hopefully this just makes for a very, very entertaining, like, Elite Eight, Final Four, National Championship. That's a goal. That's all I can ask for at this point, because, well, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Team's not that anymore. Nope. All right. Uh, another Big Ten team moving on. Iowa 79, Cincinnati 72. Number 10, Iowa with the upset. Um, frankly, I'm I'm not surprised, to be honest. Iowa's a very good team. Yeah. Cincinnati, you know, they're, they're a solid team, too. But Iowa... Iowa's a scrappy team. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just, you know, I was going to be always going to be fighting and getting the hustle plays and being a really scrappy team and I I see why they were able to beat Cincinnati and pull the upset. I don't really like calling 7 beating a 10 being a 7 an upset, but I guess you I mean, it's technically an upset. <laughs> but it's not like it's not like a 1 beating a 16 or a 2 beating a 15, you Of know? course. Or like a like a 13 beating a Four or a thirteen beating a four, you know. Yeah, right, right. Uh, speaking of a fifteen beating a two, or at least almost a fifteen beating a two, Tennessee seventy-seven, Colgate seventy. This well, game was super close. The problem, uh, I I was watching it in the first half, and it was like it was a blow. Tennessee was killing them in the first half. And then they got soft. So like, Colgate started to come back. Honestly, I, st- I stopped watching it because, like, I saw Gardner Webb was up on Virginia. I was like, "Ooh, that's interesting." Uh, and then I switch back after Virginia takes hold of the game, and I see it's like Colgate's like has the lead. Colgate had the lead at points. They did. Yeah, this game was a lot of flip-flopping. It that does make me nervous about Tennessee, but I think they're going to get it together eventually because they are very Tennessee is very good and. You don't get a lot of wake-up games that you survive in the tournament, you know? Yeah, hopefully this lights a fire under Tennessee because Iowa's not going to give them that opportunity. Like if Yeah, you Tennessee... got you can't yeah, you can't do that against Iowa. You gotta beat them. You gotta just go out there and play your best ball against a team like Iowa. Definitely. 
Uh, like we mentioned earlier, North Carolina and Iona, they don't play till 920. Uh, Utah State and Washington, uh, Washington's up 48, 40 to 28 at half. Um, so we're into the Midwest now. Uh, number five, Auburn barely edging out New Mexico State, 78-77. This, this scares me because Auburn looked very bad, and they were they were an they were New Mexico having an accurate three-point shooter away from winning that game because they had an open three in the corner at the end and he airballed it. So yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't know. trust Auburn to beat Kansas, honestly. I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I mean, I picked Auburn to win this game, and I picked Kansas to win. Spoiler alert, they did. Um, I'm pretty sure I have Kansas winning next round anyways. So, I hey, man. I, I, Auburn doesn't look real to me, man. No, they, that that game really did scare me. It's definitely an eye-opener. We'll have to see how they bounce back against Kansas. Who, Speaking of which, number four, Kansas... 87, number 13, Northeastern, 53. I mean, they, they won by 34. We don't... Yeah, Kansas did they're supposed to. Kansas Kansas did their job. Uh, a game that's not playing until 10 o'clock tonight. Iowa State, Ohio State. Uh, I, I don't even know who I want to win that game, to be honest. I picked <laughs> Iowa State, so I guess... Go Iowa State, but uh, yeah, my brackets are dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anymore. I just I want I want chaos now. Chaos is fun. Chaos is very fun. Like if North Dakota State beats Duke, I've got Duke winning the whole thing. I'd still be super happy because that'd be hilarious. First of all, um, and then it'd just be absolutely chaotic because I'm pretty sure everyone's brackets would be busted, and it would make things a lot more interesting. What can I say? I enjoy that shit. Um, all right, moving back on to the the games. Uh, number three, Houston, and number 14, Georgia State, are playing right now. Houston's up 21-11 with 11 minutes left in the first half. Uh, number seven, Wofford, 84. Number 10, Seton Hall, 68. I expected this game to be a bit closer. I did pick Wofford. But, uh, Wofford, well, it was close, but Wofford in the second half just took over. And... Yeah. Um, they just they made sure that it was over, and they just hit three after three after three, and they they won their spot against Kentucky. Yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure isn't Wofford's game it, Wofford's uh, I think it was their point guard. He's the all-time NCAA three-point shooter, right? He just he earned that. Yeah, he, yes, I believe he is. Yeah, so he's he's in the record books now as like the sole owner of the three-point record. So that's pretty neat. I had no clue who Wofford was until a week ago, but... <laughs> I mean, they beat Seton Hall, and Seton Hall's usually a pretty good team, so... Well, Seton Hall's a play in this year. They weren't that great. All right. And ending this out with another blowout. Number two, Kentucky against number 15, Abel Christian. 79-44. Yeah. Yeah, that is what it is. I mean, Kentucky's just Kentucky. Kentucky's Kentucky and Abel Christian is Abel Christian. I don't think it's Abilene. Oh, maybe that's what it is, yeah. It is Abilene, Abilene Christian. My bad. I fucked it up. All right. So, with uh, most of the... Well, I shouldn't say most of the, because there's actually still a good amount of round of 32 games going on, that are, or that have to be uh, scheduled. Um, 
What do you say we predict our winners for the round of 32? Because the games we have. The games we have. And then we can, like, talk about the games that are left. So, like... So, like, uh, first up on, like, the round of 32 on ESPN, it's got the du- winner of Duke North Dakota State against the winner of VCU-UCF. We can talk about, like, who we have in that and then, like, who we take in that matchup, I guess. Would you yeah, want to that? work. All right. So, uh... We'll start with Duke, North Dakota State. I've got Duke winning that, obviously, even though I want North Dakota State to win this really badly. They're tied up right now. They are tied up just under three minutes in the first half, which, uh... uh, Well, Duke just took the lead. Never mind. But, uh... You know, hey, who knows? Maybe maybe North Dakota State will make some crazy second-half comeback, and... uh, I don't know. Duke's winning this game, so... Uh, I've got Duke UCF in this round. Who do you have? I I agree with that I got Duke UCF as well. And I take it you're taking Duke to win, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'd have Duke winning that game. Unfortunately, because I fucking hate Duke. Yeah, you you big you a Big Ten fan? You don't gotta hate. And yeah. All right. Uh other game that hasn't been, hasn't started yet is uh, we got Virginia Tech St. Louis. The winner of that plays the winner of Mississippi State Liberty. Uh, I've got Mississippi State versus Virginia Tech in this round. I also do. And I got uh, I think I have VT winning. I believe I have VT winning. No, I have Mississippi State. Never mind. I have VT. I think VT's got it. They're good. I mean, both these teams are pretty good teams, so I could see either way, but. All right. Moving on to the games that uh, will be happening, that have already been, like, you know, set in stone. We got uh, Maryland LSU. I got uh, got Maryland. You got Maryland. Maryland. Yes. Really? Yeah, I think Maryland's got LSU. I don't think LSU looked that great. They kind of collapsed at the end of of their game against Yale. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't trust them. I know Maryland struggled with Belmont, but Belmont is a lot better than Yale. And honestly, I just I see Maryland advancing over LSU this time. Yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. Both these guys struggled in their games to an extent. And obviously LSU is the higher seed, but they also struggled against a lower seed. So that's kind of a tough one. I'm taking LSU in this one just because I think they have the edge on Maryland. I think they're a little bit better offensively and defensively. I'd say they match up about the same-ish, but um, yeah, that's a really, really tough game to pick. But I'm gonna go. I'm taking LSU here. What's the next one? Next one, we got a Big Ten showdown: Minnesota, Michigan State. I got Michigan State. I, Michigan I think State. for the first time in a long time, Michigan State's getting out of the first weekend. <laughs> Uh, that that that's not an easy task. Minnesota is very good. Yeah, I mean, um, they just they they shut up both up with Louisville. So yeah, I think I think it's not going to be easy. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I think Michigan State's got it. I agree. Michigan State, I do think, will win this game. Moving on to the West, we got Gonzaga Baylor. Yeah, I, I got the Zags, man. I don't. I didn't really have much faith in the Zags, um, to coming in. But after seeing what they did to FDU, 
I mean, they just dismantled them. They almost won by 40. Um, I mean, I think Gonzaga's the safer pick anyways. I mean, Gonzaga's uh, Gonz- I don't pick. see Baylor, I don't see Baylor getting hot from three again against Gonzaga. I mean, it Gonzaga, doesn't to me... Gonzaga's a pretty good team defensively, so I think I think it's yeah. gonna be hard to get the three off. Oh, they're a good three. They're a good perimeter t- defensive team, and that's the difference. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I just see Gonzaga. I just see Gonzaga taking this one. Yep. All right. Number twelve, Murray State against number four, Florida State. I got Florida State. I think I... Florida State. Yeah. Um, they're gonna rally around the. Uh, the death of a teammate's father. I really see him going far. I got, I think I had him going to Sweet 16 at the least, and maybe they'll go even farther than that now. Uh, you know, that's that's definitely interesting, and um, I could definitely see that being like a feel-good story sort of thing where like they rally around the teammate's father's death, and they use that to go get past Murray State, to get past Gonzaga, and just go as far as they can. That'd be a really good feel-good story, but... Um, and I do have Florida State winning this, but this kind of sucks because I originally had Marquette, and I originally had Marquette winning this matchup. Oh. So, oh. that's that that put up a little bit of a dent. In my I opinion. mean, they Marquette only lost by nineteen. You know, I expected more against Murray State. I expected a better performance. No, John Moran's just that dude. He's just that dude. All right. Moving on, Buffalo against Texas Tech. This is going to be, I think... This might be the best game of the round of 32. In the the tournament. You think this could be the best game of the tournament? No, not best game of the tournament, but definitely best round of the round of 32. I got Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech, Jurek Culver, just is too good. I mean, I just got to... I just believe in Texas Tech. I see him going really far. All right, uh, so this is the game where it's, you know, you got a high-power Buffalo offense against a stout Texas Tech defense. I mean, how, how do you predict that? Because that's, that's uh, such a tough one to pick. I decided to go with the offense, so I'm taking Buffalo in this one. But I would not be surprised for a minute if Texas Tech takes this game because they are just so good on defense. It's insane how good they are. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Texas is just, I think they're just too good all around. All right. Uh, the last game for the West, you got number 10 Florida against number 2 Michigan. Again, another really good game. I don't think it's going to be as good as Buffalo Texas Tech, but this game's going to be good. No, it's going to be a solid game. I got Michigan. I got Michigan as well. They're just too good. All right, moving down to the south, we got number one Virginia against number nine Oklahoma. I had Ole Miss originally in this game instead of Virgi- or instead of uh, Oklahoma, but uh, in all honesty, I st- well, we talked about this earlier. At first, yes. you would think, yeah, Virginia, this should be a pretty easy game. But looking back, looking ahead now, I mean, they did they they had some very questionable uh, play. In the round of 64, so you know you could. Uh... I'm I'm still taking Virginia. I'm still pretty yeah. confident in them. I'm gonna take Virginia in this one. They gotta they gotta step up though against Oklahoma because they can't just let themselves get down like that that early because you're, you're gonna lose that way. True. 
number 12, Oregon, against number 13, UC Irvine. Uh, I had both of these teams losing in the first round, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I got Oregon. I, uh, I think yeah, Give me Oregon. They're, yeah. they're white hot. Uh, UC Irvine's a nice story and all, but I think Oregon's just going to... Just be the better team. I think I, I think that's how it's going to be because, like you said, Oregon's been white hot. I could see them contending with uh, Virginia at this point if that's how it turns out next round. So, mm. give me Oregon. Number six, Villanova against number three, Purdue. I mean, the Big Ten's been playing pretty nice for the most part in this tournament. But Villanova, Nova's Nova. And uh, this is a, this was a tough one for me to pick, but um, I'm I'm gonna say Villanova with the upset here. I actually was gonna say that too. I agree. I think Nova's got him. I think Nova can do him. I think Nova's got the experience. I think Nova has um, everything you really need to upset in the round of thirty-two. And I think I think they should honestly be looked at more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, they they're always going to be a really good team in March Madness. So, I think that even though they're the 6th seed, I still think that you should take it out with a grain of salt. They can definitely put up a really good fight against Purdue and I think they'll even win. So, yeah. All right. Number 10 Iowa against number 2 Tennessee. Uh I had this matchup predicted and originally I went Tennessee. But I'm not so sure now because Tennessee, they got a little soft once they were ahead and they almost lost the game because of that. So uh, I'm going to stick with my guns and say Tennessee here. But don't be surprised if Iowa stuns them in this one. Cause... I I mean, I agree. It's, it's you got to watch out. I think in the next two days they'll, uh, they'll correct this error. And um, Tennessee, I think Tennessee is going to go far. But obviously they can't fall asleep and put it in in you know auto drive or autopilot when they have the lead. They gotta you know keep going, and I think they're gonna correct that for this game. Yeah. All right, and moving on to the Midwest. Uh, before we go into the games that have already been completed, we've got two, we got four matchups that are yet to be completed. Uh, so we got the Utah State and Washington. And uh, Houston, Georgia State, those games are in progress right now. Uh, so I got Washington winning this game. They're up 40-28 right now on Utah State. They just started the second half. Um, and then I have Houston beating Georgia State. They're winning 31-21 with five minutes left in the first. So those are the teams I have winning that that, that are in progress. And then we got North Carolina, Iona. It's going to be North Carolina, obviously. And then we got yeah, Iowa State, Ohio State. I picked Iowa State, so those are my predictions. Do you have the same or anything different, or what do you think? Uh, I think I'm, I'm agree with you on all of them. I think uh, I think they're just accurate. I, it's really all I got. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the games that have already been completed. We got number five Auburn against number four Kansas. I got Kansas. I have Kansas. Yes. Yeah, I think Kansas is going to mop the floor of them too. I don't think it's even going to be close. You? Re- oh, you think it's going to be a blowout? Oh, I think Kansas is going. to... I think if they if Auburn comes out like they did, 
against New Mexico State. Yeah, then, you know that's Kansas I mean, isn't gonna. Kansas isn't just gonna. Looking at Kansas, New Mexico State right now, so yeah, we really could be. You know, I, I got Kansas. I mean, that could light a fire under Auburn, and it could ruin. Them. I don't know. I don't I, know. I think I agree with you. Just, I think Kansas is gonna win this one pretty handily. Yeah. All right, and the last game of the round of the thirty-two. Number seven, Wofford, against number two, Kentucky. And uh, it's going to be Kentucky. I got Kentucky, but I don't know. Wofford, Wofford's, Wofford's a good team, but, I mean, Kentucky, I think Kentucky's just better all around. So I think, Oh, yes, they are. I think Kentucky's going to win this one. It could be a good game, but I think Kentucky's going to win it pretty handily. Uh, all right, we're losing so, a little bit of connection. Oh. <laughs> oh boy! It's... No, nothing. Everything's good now. All right. Um. So since we've gone as far as we really can in terms of predictions, we do have a little bit of baseball to talk about. Do you want to go to that, or is there anything else you want to talk about? No, we, can, uh, we can we can switch gears to baseball really we fast. Can switch gears for a little bit. This is gonna be a short episode because, uh, well. I mean, other than March Madness, there isn't a lot going on. Trout got a, a huge extension. It was 12 years, 430 mil, I think, right? Correct? Uh, yes, I believe that was the extension. Um, we've, We asked Twitter if it was overpaid, underpaid, or corrected paid. I think most people said correctly paid, right? Yes, people said correctly paid. Some people said underpaid, though. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I think I those people might have been trolling a little bit, but... Because, yes, Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. But really, you're going to say 12 years, $430 million is underpaid? For Trout, maybe, but I'm not going to say that. I mean, he's getting paid almost $36 million a year under this contract. like, And he's going to be like 40 by the time that contract's up. So. Well, he wanted to be an angel for life. So. Yeah, well, he's going to be an angel for life now because I don't <laughs> know how many other teams are going to take on that contract. If he, wants out, if he wants out of Los Angeles, I don't know if anyone else is going to take that on. And we have um, Bregman. Yes, all right. So uh, Alex Bregman, I'm just pulling up the numbers on that because... All right, so Astros third baseman Alex Bregman, a six-year, $100 million extension. I like this a lot. I think it's robbery. They, they could have. I think Bregman's worth. He could have been worth six years, 150, 170, maybe even 200 million, in my opinion, because he's that good. I think they got a, they got a bargain with him. He's, he's a top, he's a top end talent, and they're getting him for pennies on the dollar, in my opinion, which is ridiculous thinking that this is still a, it's a nine figure contract or something like that. Did I? Yeah, nine figures. Yeah, well, I, don't, I think he is worth upwards of 200 mil, honestly. He must really love Houston because I think he got underpaid. I You think he took a hometown discount? I think he did. Yeah. You know, I could see that because, you know, Bregman loves Houston. Houston loves Bregman. It, it makes sense. And, you know, it's a championship contending team. And they got a MVP caliber player for... Especially with the recent contracts that have been going around, you would have thought Bregman would be getting 
overpaid, if anything. But no, he's he's getting flat out underpaid. So I I could definitely see that he took a hometown discount to stay in Houston. I agree with that. I think Bregman really, cause he's young. Yeah, he's, he's a younger young. guy. He's, he's he hasn't even hit arbitration yet. Yeah, and they I think they pay out those years. So I don't yeah, think so these years. So he doesn't have any arbitration under this contract, and then it covers the first two years of free agency. So you can bet that Alex Bregman, he's going to be seeing another massive contract once he's a free agent. Cause, oh, yeah, because he's young. He's, he steals going until he's 30-something, maybe not even. I think this deal goes until he's 31. or thir- How old is he? Can get, he can get money at 31. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Bregman is... Bregman's 24 right now, so he'll be 30 when this contract's up. Wow, so yeah, he yeah, definitely he's, get a he's huge deal with... Make money. Yeah, he's going to make a lot of money in his career, man. He's 30, you could get, you could get big dollars at 30, especially Easily. in the MLB. Easily. So we had one more. You can yes, announce we had a big this one. one. Uh, <laughs> thank God, because Chris Sale is coming back to the Boston Red Sox on a five-year... I believe the exact number was a hundred and forty-five million dollar contract. <laughs> I'm not sure. Actually. Yeah, I'm looking at Ken Rosenthal's Twitter right now. Five years, one hundred and forty-five million dollars. So the extension includes this year, where he's going to earn fifteen million, and then the next four years after that, he'll get a. Uh... Oh wait, no, I'm reading that wrong. Never mind. So the last year of his deal, he's getting fifteen mil, and then next season his new deal kicks in. So from 2020 to 2024, Chris Sale will be earning $145 million. You are going to hate this contract by the time it starts. By the time it mm-hmm. starts? So that might after, be a little after early. After next season? I think you're going to hate this contract Maybe like starting... Maybe halfway through. I think you're going to start hating this contract in 20. 2020, 2021 area. I mean, the contract this is not a good deal. This is a very risky deal for a guy who's clearly not 100%, and I don't know when he'll ever be 100%. Again, you know, I, I know, you, I know you're, you've you said that Chris Sale, he hasn't really been healthy with Boston. Uh, he's blown out his arm. He did blow out his arm in 2017, and I think the big reason why he went on the DL for so long I don't think there was anything really wrong with him. I think they used that as an arresting opportunity where they could just say, hey, we got playoffs all but locked up. We're going to give you some rest just so you don't blow your arm out. Save your best stuff for October. That's what I think that was. And obviously, I don't know for sure. I'm not a medical guy. I'm just some dumbass making a podcast with my best friend. But <laughs> um, that's just my take on it all. Maybe I'm maybe I'm exactly right. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Um Anyways, I do think that this right now is a good contract. We I don't know if we haven't seen Chris Sale throw a full season yet in Boston. Obviously, he's had injury concerns. Which is risky, man. It's a high risk, high reward contract because either you're getting an ace for a a price tag. He's not okay, but he's not going to be an ace or so. Either way, by the time this deals up, he's not going to be an ace anymore. If he could be a serviceable serviceable number three guy, I'd still be all right with it. Yeah, but who's the one and two now? I don't know. Maybe we'll. Think so. maybe... You got to have a one and two for him to be a three. Um, yeah, I'm aware, but uh, you know that's that's looking into the future with things I can't necessarily see because well, I don't know if we got any good starting pitching prospects in the farm system. 
that won't be traded at well, some point soon. For when someone. is Dombrowski ever looking into the future? I don't, I don't know, think man. that's really something he's he does. in win now mode. Ask questions later. He's in sicko mode. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really just said that. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't regret it either. I I I wish you did a little bit. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. No no remorse. No remorse. All right. No, nope. fully meant it. All right. I don't. I don't hate this Chris Dale contract. It, it might bite us in the ass. Yeah, right years, now. But... It's gonna be like the. No, I won't say it's gonna be like that Pablo one because no, that Pablo be... one that was bad. That, that one. That's like historically bad. Speaking of the Pablo deal, we get out of that this year. This is the last mm, year after. The, yeah, after this year. So hey, you know maybe maybe this will open up some windows for more cap space for Mookie. He says optimistically. Maybe. He says as Mookie walks out the door to free agency. There's a dash of optimism in his voice. <laughs> uh, as soon as he that. said, no, nah, I'm not going to the White House, I knew he was leaving. I'm not even going to ask that why that mm-hmm. is on the pod, because that's, that's, that's going right down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else to talk about? No, I think we're good, man. All right. Short episode this week. Anyways. Um, yeah. We did promise that at one point. I did mention that it was going to be a short episode at some point. I don't remember. So uh, thank you for listening to episode 32 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. If you would like to purchase some IWH merchandise, you can use the link in our Twitter bio and use code IWH10 for 10% off your total order. You can follow me on Twitter at ENMQ6, spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at itsbriz, at I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. And that'll just about do it. Thank you for listening, and have a good night.